Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm a little under the weather, as you can hear. Films, music, uh, people always kind of raise their eyebrow at me. Oh yeah, film. Well yeah, because I also talk about music. But I'm not going to rebrand it because it all goes together. This is an inclusive space. This is a safe space. This is not a shit show. Then these crazy times, yeah. Everyone knows that I I love music. I love music. I wear the t-shirts. I don't have a lot of film. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Uh, Right now, I'm wearing a Mandalorian shirt with the child on it. (laughs) If you haven't watched The Mandalorian by now, you know his name is Grogu. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. You want to talk about a really great series? And, And I can understand why they gave us the book of Boba Fett to tide everyone over until season three of the Mandalorian. When is it going to happen? Well, it's coming. It's coming. If, uh, if you have already, uh, made it past, uh, nah, I won't, I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it. The Mandalorian, I true, I mean, I've I've tried to get friends into it, and they're like, "Well, we don't have Disney Plus." It's like, okay, all right, all right. The first time I watched it was about two years ago. My nephew had said, "Oh, you have to watch this," and then I started to see the memes. That that's the thing with TV nowadays. When you see those memes, and you're thinking, "Whoa!" Like with Succession, same thing. I would see the memes. And I would think, hmm, okay. Where are they going with this? The Mandalorian really changed cinematic television forever. You have Disney Plus. It is only available on Disney Plus. That is a smart thing right there. Because I've, I've had people come up to me, oh, when are they going to put it on DVD? I don't think they're ever going to. Well, where is it? It's on Disney Plus. Well, how do I watch it? You have to get Disney Plus. Or if you know you know me and I'm a nice person, I'll let you come over and watch it. But that's only if I know you. <laughs> mm. Two seasons so far. Epic cuteness. Oh, see, I forgot that the man. You know, when you go back and watch it. We're all used to the armor that he has now, but when it first started, he had a different, he had like kind of red armor and it was all beaten up and the creed of the Mandalorian and the code of the Mandalorian. Here, here is, this is the first season and Warner Herzog, filmmaker and actor is in this clip. Grief Karga said you were coming. did he say he said you were the best in the parsec no drop your weapons no 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 no, pardon uh sorry i didn't mean to alarm Uh, this is dr pershing please excuse his lack of decorum his enthusiasm outweighs his discretion 
least lower your blaster. Have them lower theirs first. We have you four to one. I like those odds. All right. <laughs> so that was a clip of the Mandalorian. Now, you don't see much of him in the first season. Toward the end, you do. And that's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal is playing the Mandalorian. If you've ever seen... What, what's that show that he was on? Pedro Pascal has been around a long time. He was on Game of Thrones. He was in the recent uh, Wonder Woman movie that came out in, I believe, 2020. Toward the end of 2020. Okay. Uh, her, uh, he was in Hermanas. He was in I Am That Girl, The Adjustment Bureau, Sweet Little Lies, Bloodsucking Bastards, Sweets, The Great Wall, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, Prospect, The Equalizer 2, If Beale Street Could Talk, oh really, see that's the film that Regina King won her Oscar for, Triple Frontier, Wonder Woman 1984, We Can Be Heroes, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and the upcoming The Bubble. Started out in television, NYPD Blue, Law and Order. Oh, he was on Nurse Jackie. I didn't know that. Okay. I, I better go check that out. And of course, Narcos. Before The Mandalorian, he was doing Narcos. And the person who convinced him to do The Mandalorian. This is... I. The other night, we did the show on diversity. This is diversity where... This is Latinos in space. Star Wars universe... Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is a good friend of Pedro Pascal and convinced him to do The Mandalorian because Oscar Isaac himself is Poe Dameron in Star Wars Awakens, The Force Awakens. It's always interesting when I tell people who love The Mandalorian and maybe they haven't gotten to where he takes the helmet off. Spoiler alert. And I say, well, you know, he's Latino and they're like, Really? Yeah. He's from Chile. They're like, what? Yeah. But even even Pedro Pascal himself has said he doesn't look, you know, he's got the light hair and the light. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the Mandalorian really came into our, our hearts. And, and I know people who don't like it. And that's fine. To each his own. Some people, the critics... And, and and a viewing public have said, oh, it's it's just a movie split in, in eighths. Okay. So, Pedro Pascal plays Din Djarin. That's the Mandalorian's real name. The Mandalorian, what I loved about it from the start was inclusion. Because you, I mean, you want to talk about, first of all, the filmmakers, a very diverse cast of filmmakers from John Favreau, Dave Filani, Robert Rodriguez, Bryce Dallas Howard, Carl Weathers, who was also in the series, Peyton Reed, Rick uh, Fum- Fujimama, uh, and then the cast. I mean, this is a really great cast. I love this cast. This and if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, get on it. Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian. Various puppeteers as Grogu. 
Okay. Carl Weathers as Grief Karga. Warner Herzog as the client. Nick Nolte as the voice of uh what was his name? Okay. Kale. Kale. Taki uh or no. I never say his name right. I know and I and I really admire him as a filmmaker. Taki Waititi, uh, Wakiki, uh, shoot. Taika Waikiti, uh, who is the voice of IG-11, Gina Carano, who was Cara Dune, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, remember him from Breaking Bad? He is Moff Gideon. Emily Swallow is the armorer. Amy Sedaris, Amy Sedaris is this really great comedian plays Peli Motto. I met Amy's brother David at a book thing and um, I, I I would be surprised if, if David gets on the, the Mandalorian. That would be funny. And then you have um, the the Boba Fett who makes his appearance in season 2 of the Mandalorian. Tamara Morrison. Tamara Morrison is Boba Fett. Misty Roses is Frog Lady. Mercedes uh, Verando as Cosco Weaves. Um, and who's this? Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff as Bo Katan Crazy and Ming Na Win as Fennec Shand. Shand. Oh, Jake Cannavale is in here. Uh, Clancy Brown, Michael Bean. Oh, yeah, Michael. I forgot about that. Rosario Dawson. So Rosario Dawson's character is going to get a spinoff. Ahsoka Tano. Mark Hamill, of course. Luke Skywalker. This is is a diverse cast of characters. And then Bill Burr. Comedian Bill Burr is in the set. I think he's in the first or the second season of The Mandalorian. That's pretty funny when you have this, this comedian... In this this Star Wars series, and and that's where okay yeah he was featured in one and two. He plays uh, Miggs Mayfield. Is that everyone can play in this sandbox that is the Star Wars universe? You think back to the first era of Star Wars. You got Billy D. Williams, uh, Mark Hamill, the late Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford. Um. The late, um, uh, it's sad that his name escapes me. Um, I'm looking it up. I'm, you know, sometimes when you have uh, an interesting day, your brain tends to go poof. And now, the original Obi Wan Kenobi, the actor that played him, kind of looked down upon it. And I'm sure later on he enjoyed it. He was nominated for an Oscar for it. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of actors, hey, what, what can we say? They, they either love it or they don't love it. If you look at um, an example of that is the guy who played the father in the Brady Bunch. He was a Shakespearean actor. He did not like, he was not a fan of comedy, but he did the show. Um, where's the 1977 film? If I'm looking for it, ah, here we go. Alec Guinness. So, Sir Alec Guinness 
was Obi-Wan Kenobi. He did not like playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, received an Oscar nomination for it. And then later on, of course, in this deck, you know, these previous decades, Obi-Wan Kenobi has been played by Ewan McGregor. I'm such a big Ewan McGregor fan. I have a feeling that the Mandalorian and Obi-Wan are kind of going to meet at some point. They did it in an interview. The Star Wars series cinematically is perfect for Disney+. It's just perfect for it. I wanted to play a clip from season two. This is a spoiler, so if you've never watched season two, turn off right now. Turn the stone to me, Grogu. I sense much fear in you. He's hidden his abilities to survive over the years. Let's try something else. Come over here. All right, kid. Lift the stone. Grogu. Grogu. Come on. Take the stone. attachment to you we cannot train him what why not you've seen what he can do his attachment to you makes him vulnerable to his fears his anger all the more reason to train him no i've seen what such feelings can do to a fully trained jedi knight to the best of us i will not start this child down that path better to let his abilities fade so there's some conflict right there, and that's Rosario Dawson as uh, Asuk. Uh, oh, jeez, I, I want to say her name right. This is such a great show. This is sh- I I love all of the characters, even the bad ones, and and that's saying something. You know, Giancarlo Esposito, who's such a great actor. He's been in so many different things. He was in Malcolm X. He was in Breaking Bad trying to remember what else he was in and he's been around a long time a long time and so is rosario dawson you know rosario dawson was in harmony corinne's kids 
that 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 was a long time ago. <laughs> now we're all waiting on season two of The Mandalorian, and it's going to be an interesting or season three. It's going to be an interesting time just when that arrives. Ahsoka Tano is who Rosario Dawson is playing. Now, if you remember Rocky and you remember Predator, who played Apollo Creed? Mr. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers not only appears in The Mandalorian, but he directs it. He directed um, one episode. It's called The Siege in... um, episode or season two of the Mandalorian Carl Weathers has been around a long time everything from playing Apollo Creed and Rocky to the Predator films to Happy Gilmore to Street Justice Arrested Development so here he is he is in the Star Wars universe and that's what this is the Mandalorian you think about it I mean but it's it's good to know that some of the actors are directing because that ta- that takes a lot as as a performer to not only direct yourself but to direct you know other performances within the canon. And here's Car- this is an interview with Carl Weathers talking about the Mandalorian. As I became a bit more of a student of filmmaking, I really began to appreciate the brilliance of Star Wars and and what Lucas had created. And then I, of course, started to read more and the hero's journey and all those kinds of, you know, books and began to really appreciate Joe Campbell and what he was saying and understand a lot more. Then for me, it became, wow, you know, uh, it was beyond being groundbreaking Star Wars was. It was in its own way, uh, again, like a crack into some sort of... uh, other universe that that I hadn't been exposed to, you know. Um, so it was a uh, it was pretty phenomenal. Uh, not only w- what it was at the time, but what it has become. As an actor, when you step into something and you get a chance to work with some one who is talented in front of and behind the camera, and who really understands. Uh, first of all, the process of making the project, the movie or television, whatever it is, but then also has this affinity for being in front of the camera as an actor. There is someone that you can... Wherever I go, he goes. Mando, please. Where we're going, you don't want to take a child, trust me. Mando, I just want them off my planet. That was some pretty impressive flying, man. Oh, what do I owe you? And you come here, little one. <laughs> uh, has Mando been taking good care of you, huh? Have you been taking good care of him? Yeah, yeah. Hold it, Mando. I didn't want it to come to this. The Empire is gone, Mando. Now, I was watching Dexter, New Blood recently, and there was an actress on there who I thought, whoa, she looks so familiar. 
she was on The Mandalorian. It's very nice here. Yes. I think it's clear he's he's happy here. What about you? Me. Are you happy here? We want you to stay. The community's grateful. You can pack all this away in case there's ever trouble. You and your boy could have a good life. He could be a child for a while. Wouldn't that be nice? I would. Who's he tracking? The kid. They know he's here. Yes. Then they'll keep coming. And that, she's no longer with the series for reasons that I won't go into. That's Gina Carano as Cara Dune. Now, the the actress from Dexter New Blood, the fact that she was on The Mandalorian, at first I was like, wait a minute, she looks so familiar. So Julia Jones, she is, okay, so she was on The Mandalorian, she played Omira, or is that how you say her name? Let's see. Amara. And then on uh, Dexter New Blood, she played Sheriff Angela Bishop. If you've watched Dexter New Blood, then you know what happened. That's all I'm going to say. It's like the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, those warm moments between uh, Julia Jones and Pedro Pascal's character, that's a warm moment. She wants him to take the helmet off. She wants him to stay. But that's part of the Mandalorian is just when it's captured your heart, it's going to break your heart and fuck you around. And there are many episodes in both seasons of the Mandalorian, the true cliff hangers they leave you on the edge and boba the book of boba fett was no exception it it left you on the edge of your seat basically so you have these you have these characters now who are in our psyches you have pedro pascal's the mandalorian uh uh what's his real name (laughs) i i always get his name wrong 
and people have to remind me and it's and it's good you know to have people to remind you and rather than be critical and you know I've talked about that I've had people be critical of the show saying things to me and and some of them are friends and some of them are are, I don't even know what we'll call them and it's like okay unless you're a podcaster yourself and and I want to give a shout out to Jason Elmy of Shit Happens When You Party Naked. I wait for his podcasts because they're always hilarious. And we've talked about the Star Wars universe. And yeah, it's part of the bait and switch. In order to watch The Mandalorian, you got to have Disney Plus. You don't have to have cable, but you have to have Disney Plus. <laughs> this, this is an interesting universe that we live in. Where, remember, it used to be about cable, and now it's about streaming. Even the cable companies. I can tell you from experience, I think it's HBO, or no, Showtime. One of those two that I subscribe to is cheaper than the other. One of them is like $14 a month. The other is like 8 And then you've got Netflix in the mix, and you've got Disney+. Plus. I get Disney+, Plus part of my um, Verizon account, along with Hulu and ESPN. The Mandalorian went on to be nominated for a crap load of Emmys. Didn't win. Um, it, it won like the technical awards. It didn't win best drama. Uh, the first year it was up, uh, it was beaten by Succession. I can see why now. And then the second season, it was beat out by The Crown. Yeah. I've tried to get into The Crown. Maybe one day. I don't know. Oh, the Mandalorian... I mean, it's 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 an it's an event. I'm wearing Mandalorian. I have Funko Pop Mandalorian. There's Mandalorian socks. I don't have those. I'm right now staring at. I have a, a Funko Pop of the Mandalorian and the child in his prim. So yeah, that's that's the universe that we're in now. And, oh. The Mandalorian. So there's there's a lot of comparisons between that character and the Clint Eastwood character from um, you know the spaghetti westerns you know this man with no name that we we don't know and it's it's not till later we learn you know he's called Mando that he really his name is Din Jaren and he was a boy and he was saved by the Mandalorian and he became a part of the Mandalorian so yeah here here it is uh this is what I had said earlier Close friend and fellow actor Oster, Oscar Isaac, who portrays Poe Dameron in various Star Wars media, encouraged him to accept the part, and so he did. This is this is a new cinematic universe. You've got Disney Plus. I always try to, you know, I wish I worked for Disney because I would totally, if they're listening, I would totally just try to get people to subscribe, you know, because the mouse, the mouse is making a lot of money primarily off of this app and advertising and uh, merchandising. But the app itself, okay, you think of the, the, you know, first of all, Encantanto, 
It's on Disney Plus. What else is on here? Oh, okay. This is this is interesting, and I might watch this, or no, I'm, I'm I might not. I will definitely watch this. This is about Exonerated, the murder of Malcolm X. Ooh, definitely. And then you have Darkwing Duck. You have Loki. You have the book of Boba Fett. You have the behind the scenes. You have the old uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons. You have Grownish. You have Blackish. Because you know Disney does own ABC. I'm surprised you don't have the view on Disney Plus. That would be funny. So Disney Plus, you have these five um, categories. You have Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. So you can have your science, you can have your film, you have your motion picture arts and sciences, because that's really at the end of the day what it is, motion picture arts and sciences. But the creme of the crop right there is the Mandalorian. That is the creme of the crop, basically. And if you want the Mandalorian, you have to go to Disney Plus. But then you, you know, you get, oh, the Simpsons are also on here. They have a lot of cute Simpson shorts. Um, remember the Titans, the Mighty Ducks. And then they have like these sports categories, you know, winter sports, uh, football stories. They have the Beatles, Get Back, Sister Act. I talked about Whoopi recently. Rava, The Last Dragon, Frozen 2. Oh, God. Black Widow. Bluey, my niece loves Bluey, DuckTales, yeah, and like I said, the Owen Eternals, the Eternals, but at the heart of that is the Mandalorian story, because I think everyone's fallen in in love with Grogu, Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, and then, you know, the fact that we get to see a young Luke Skywalker, this is, this is, this is an amazing cinematic world, And I always talk about the behind the scenes without those behind the scenes people. You don't have the Mandalorian. You just don't. So we have to give big credit to Dave Filani, John Favreau, uh, Jeff, uh, or hold on. Greg Frazier, who is a cinematographer of uh, season or chapter one. And Jeff Sibenik. And then you have um, the different directors. If we can go over to here. Okay. I mean, I've, I've been just so... So happy with The Mandalorian. It, you know, there have been moments where you literally... Uh, like, there was one episode on the second season where you literally almost have a heart attack... She's like, oh my god, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because you are invested. So the Mandalorian blends Star Wars, Spaghetti Westerns, and Prestige TV. It's fine, but should... Oh, okay. Oh, okay, that's a reviewer. Review Reviewers are never satisfied. <sighs> but I wanted to focus on the filmmakers so if we can go okay you've got the editors jeff Seinenbeck, uh, andrew s eisen dana e globberman adam tristel dylan uh 
for Sheen. That was uh, the first season of the in the second season of the Mandalorian. The the third season is on its way. And then we got to give credit to the amazing directors who, I mean, uh, chapter one was directed by Dave Filani, written by John Favreau. Chapter two, The Child. Rick Famimia, uh, written by John Favreau. And then the next episode, Deborah. Deborah Chow, Chow written by J- uh, John Favreau. This is all o- John Favreau is all over this. Uh, Sanctuary, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, Ron Howard's daughter. Uh, written by John Favreau. Dave Filani directs an episode written by Dave Filani. Rick, uh, and then this uh, the first season had, I think, like eight episodes. Rick Famia um, directed episode six, written by Christopher Yost, teleplayed by Christopher Yost and Rick um Femimia Chapter 7 The Reckoning directed by Deborah Cho written by da- da- uh, John Favreau Redemption Chapter 8 Taika Waititi Taika Waititi uh, directed it written by John Favreau Season 2 um John Favreau directed the first episode of season 2 and wrote it Chapter or uh, episode 2 Peyton Reed Directed, written by John Favreau. Don, well, chapter episode three, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. John Favreau. Uh, episode four, directed by Carl Weathers. Episode five, directed by Dave Filani. Episode six, Robert Rodriguez. Read Robert Rodriguez. That that's an intense episode. Chapter seven, directed by. Rick, Rick Framamia and uh, chapter or uh, episode eight directed by Peyton Reed written by John Favreau. The third season of the Mandalorian was confirmed by Favreau on April uh, in April of 2020. Filming began in October of 2021 and the series is set to premiere in the second half of 2022. So get ready, folks. The Mandalorian is coming back and I think we are all excited for that and yeah I've really enjoyed talking about this series because not not just because it's inclusive but also those who are behind the scenes because you have a lot of the actors who are behind the scenes putting things Carl Weathers for one so yeah that's the Dr. Zeus film podcast just paying love and getting ready for the Mandalorian season three and the book of Boba Fett really you know it 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 gives us that Mandalorian thirst because we everyone's been thirsty for it And it gives you a little bit of that in there. So as always, unpleasant dreams. Mm